It was all a pipe dream Watching bodyboarding up on TV Deep at reef, watching tension repeats Eating bakery feeds at 18 Living the dream with no sunscreen Yeah, we were so keen Surfing Aussie pipe, buying Riptide G'day and welcome to the Riptide Bodyboarding Podcast The home of bodyboarding Thank you for joining us on episode 41 of our Verbal Journaling And I'm your host, Luke O'Connor Okay, well joined by another core lord here in Australia, located on the south coast of New South Wales. He's a 25-year-old shred head who enjoys nothing more than spin-in, flip-out combo. He's recently been to the wave pool, just talking all kind of nonsense down there, just having, you know, some some real dazzling moments, as we were speaking before off-air, and, you know, some real um, crucial hard-thinking moments of... I want to get back there and, and, and sort that place out and get it wired. I'm talking none other than to Joshua Nabby, sir. How are you? Hey, man. Yeah, I'm good. Very good. Giddy up, man. Good yeah. to hear. And um, <laughs> as I only just recently saying you've come back from the wave pool and, you know, it was your first time down there, down at Urban and in Melbourne. Can you tell us a little about your experience and what you thought of the wave? Yeah, man. Well, like... I've been wanting to go there for a while, um, but just like just the funds and the time, um, just wasn't like working in my favour. Um, but like I recently started a new job and just have a a lot more free time um, to spend with my partner and stuff. So we're planning on doing a trip and um, like my girlfriend was like, "Oh, let's go to Melbourne," and like with not even thinking, like I was just like. Oh fuck the wave pool, but and I and I and I brought it up to her and um, she was just like, yeah, you can go. I was like, really? She goes, yeah. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I was like triple checking just to make sure that she was cool with her because I, I like I didn't want to like the trip to be all about me, you know. Um, yeah, she was she was fine with it. So I, I booked a session and um, yeah, just flew over. Um, my expectations were um, pretty pretty high, but then also low because, um, as you know, like I'm pretty heavy, pretty tall. Um, yeah, it's a it's a sort of a bad mix to go into a freshwater wave. Um, Nabby, how much know, do you weigh, and how tall are you, bro? I I, I weigh about 103 kilos, um, and I'm I think now I'm about six two. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's pretty solid for sure. You you ride a 43-inch or upwards, I'm thinking? Yeah, I ride a 43. Yeah, perfect, yeah. perfect. But Sorry, yeah, bro. crazy. <laughs> no, all good, man. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty crazy because, um, like, being uh, the height I am and the size I am, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people see me as, like, just your typical gym junkie or whatever, and, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, that person you know like if you like really talk to me i'm i'm not like i i I love training and but my perspective on training and and all my other sports um, is completely different to what people would expect me to be like um but it's it's crazy and it's so cool because um when i do go to like waves like the urban or or um like if i surf out in the local um, being how I am and how heavy I am, um, for someone like myself and, 
and like there's so many other riders out there that are like me like a uh, passionate about training and, and and tall and and heavy like um well, Jacob Jacob Peens from uh up the Jacob sunny Hines, coast yeah. yeah Hines yeah um, he's the same. Um, yes. like, oh no, is it? Is it Hayne? No, it's, it's actually Jacob Hayne. What are you talking about? It's, yeah. it's right. You, you were right the first time. <laughs> yeah. Fucking high. I'm off yeah. my head. Don't listen to me, bro. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, like him, you know, like um, I I feel as though that the people like us that are, are like like surfing at a at a technical level and also pushing the sport and showing what people uh, showing people what people like us can do on a wave and doesn't matter how heavy you are it is possible like and and i think that just shines another light on the sport itself and uh, well, man, you know just to add to your point then if you just want to look down a little bit further from your south coast abode there and um around the Rorilla and shell harbour area like you go down to jervis bay and you've got one of the most technical and you know big air rider going around in Morgan Brown. And yep. that man, like, was certainly heavy set at certain times in his career. You know what I mean? He'll he'll admit it for sure. And he's lost a lot of weight um, in the most recent months, which is really cool to see. And he's got a new lease on life and surfing a fair bit more down pipe, which is which is epic. But, um, you know, he's, he's a prime example to your point. Like, yep. if you nail the technique, you read the wave properly, doesn't matter about your size or height, if you've got the right equipment and the right attitude – you can certainly make it happen. And, and um, you know, like you're probably referring back to your weight and height as someone who'd be playing football or AFL, you know, or something along those lines. But it's definitely doable in bodybuilding. Look at Glenn Thurston, man. Like, Jesus Christ, oh, yeah. he's a fucking man mountain. And yep. that dude was gone sky high and nugging for, for years. Yep. So, yeah, the proof's, it's, proof's there. <laughs> the proof's in the pudding. Yeah, most certainly. Just gobble that pudding up all day long. Yeah, it's it's crazy because um, like I I used to be really like I hit puberty really late um sort of around like eighteen nineteen I'd say nineteen um so I was really I was really small skinny long blonde hair um and just like just surfing I was just so light like and throwing myself and stuff and then like I started a new job and um doing my apprenticeship um and then what yeah, trade is like, i did i did a roof tiling apprenticeship oh nice so you you, you finished now fully certified yeah qualified i did it for six years um yeah it was a definitely definitely an experience um nonetheless uh definitely definitely got a lot of skills that i, I can take anywhere like um like with anyone that does a trade or, or can, knows knows the work industry really well, uh, even though that like I'm only 25, I haven't been in it like as long as a lot of people. Um, I definitely definitely got some um, good experience under my belt, and um, yeah, a lot of people would um, agree with that. Yeah, but yeah, going going back to like um, yeah when I when I started my job. Um, I was really skinny and small and um, just felt like I needed to make a change in myself um, because it was just like I, I I was doing a physical job and felt like, um, I don't know, real fatigued and 
I just I just felt like I needed that change, and I was dwelling on signing it, signing up for a, to the gym for so long. Um, like I think I was working like nine months before I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go do it. Like, and I, and I remember I remember like vividly going into the gym, um, my local one, and um, like all the guys that went to my school, um, they. When I was, I was like, <laughs> I was picked on through high school and stuff like that. So it was really daunting to go to a gym that had all the guys there that used to pick on me. And, um, yeah, so I <laughs> signed up and yeah, before you know it, I was, um, I was training by myself, always have. And I just shot up like crazy. Like, I think hitting puberty really late and just, training my my endorphins were so high and yeah just just skyrocketed eh? I'm like crazy like I, I I still look back on myself and go how like how did I do that you know yeah wow uh, so it's just a really good mix of timing and dedicated training yeah, man. did you have to change your diet in any way were you trying to feed yourself nah, man. More, you know it's great my diet like I eat healthy but I would say I just I don't count any macros or anything i've never done it um i've just i've just trained the way i have um i've i've noticed that i've got really good genetics um think, thanks mum and dad but um yeah just uh i don't know just i've i've done what i've done it naturally uh like I've, i think i've put on about 50 50 odd wait about 40, 48 kilos or something um, since I started, and I've never been fat. And that was six years ago when yeah, I started wow. training. So you, yeah. you're telling me you were like 42 kilos there? Wait, no. I, I was I, – I think when I when I started roof tiling, I think I was around like 59 Okay, so 59. Yeah, and you're no, it's probably over-exaggerated a lot, but yeah. Like, so 31, but 31 kilos, man, like that is a lot of muscle. And if it, as you're saying, not fat because you continue to do your aerobic workout, that's yeah. insane game. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll ask this in a serious way and, you know, take it as it is, man, but did you ever get tempted into doing a cycle or to, you know, kind of boost your training in any way, any form of supplementation that you thought was going to help you get to the next level? I think um, anyone that is in the gym, um, it crosses their mind. Um, but for me, um, like training at the gym or bodybuilding, whatever you want to call it, uh, that was never my passion. And still to this day, it was never my passion. You know, like I would give up training uh, for a week to score pump and waves. You know, like that's the type of person I am. Um, I don't, I, lo- I love and enjoy training. But I don't need that to um, like. <sighs> I don't know if if I was if I was to jump on something, I'd have to give up surfing. Put it that way. Like I just I, I don't think I'd be able to surf um, if I added another fifteen kilos. I I just don't think I would I would be able to do what I do. It's, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> probably wouldn't be the style you're you're you know obtaining now in regards to being like a tech wizard and you know really focusing in on um sophisticated moves on and above the lip but 
you know, dude, if you put them more weight, like who's to say you just couldn't up your board size like 45, 46 inches and just get toe sleds and just get slung yeah. like five <laughs> footers somewhere, you know, like uh, go over to Ireland or get on sessions with Nate Florence somewhere and just say, fuck it, I'm just sending me 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 solid bodybuilding corpse to a couple of caverns just for, for a change. Yeah. Oh, man, that would be fucking crazy. But it's, yeah, it's cool yeah. because like – um, because I, cause I've, uh, like I've put on a lot of muscle, um, through my training, I never stopped, I never stopped my surfing. Um, and that's why I think, um, I've built up a pretty good profile on myself, um, with my surfing due to the fact that I've never given it up. Um, I'm passionate about what I do in the water and, um, that's, that's just improved my surfing. 100% like uh yeah like from when I was younger people telling me like uh, like like my little crew going yeah you fucking you rip man like look you can throw spins and this and that but now I look back at myself then and I'm like fuck I wasn't doing the shit I'm doing now you know like yeah but everyone does man like you can't really judge yourself back back on nah. you know, the years because you know Progression's only natural in, in humans. But let's yep. talk more about your profile. So, you know, you recently featured in the Goodbye film um, that premiered earlier this year, supported by Riptide. Um, cheers to both the elites for that. Uh, Dobson Creation with a bit of James Kate Spice on the end. You know, love dissection, man. Love seeing all the home um, grown waves in there, you know, especially around the yeah, Shell Harbour kind of gorilla zone. Like it was, you know, evident there was a couple of really epic sessions at Mads and other places I won't name, obviously, because of um, like to see you keep surfing there. But dude, it was um, it was it was really nice to see you surfing come so far as you were saying about um, building a profile up and and you know being down the wave pool recently. And I've been watching a lot of your um, clips online. Like, what is the plan for the profile, and, and what is the plan for you in in free free surfing bodyboarding? I guess, or, or is there a competitive yeah. element to it? No, that- Definitely not a competitive element, no way. Not these days, at least. Um, but you know, um, like I'll, I'll um, give credit where it's due. Um, like, uh, like Riptide posting um, the the movie on the Riptide page, and I, I highly recommend going to watch it because there's absolute like the footage in there is it's unreal. Um, Jack Dobbo and and Katie and all the all the rest of the the guys in there just like killed it, absolutely killed it. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed my what, thoroughly enjoyed watching um, the movie, and I could probably watch it ten times and still still get a high off it. But um, yeah, like going back to my section in the in the movie at the start, uh, you know, like it was so cool to have a little feature in a movie uh, due to the fact that I don't really get much footage. It might seem like I do, but I don't. Um, and like me and Dobbo were trying to link up a few sessions um, like this year because um, I started a new job in February, so I had like more time, more time to surf through the week. But it's just I don't know. It's so hard to link up, especially when like I'm I'm still pretty busy throughout the week. I still got to juggle like different different activities I do. But um, we did score a few sick waves, six sessions, and, um, yeah, it was cool. Like, I think some of the surfing that was in the 
in my section was pretty technical and um yeah it was it was definitely enjoyable to watch um watch my surfing on the big screen yeah it's nice looking back on the memories you've shared in the ocean with other people and everything you know comes together in those sort of movies it's um yeah, it's always mind-boggling to see uh, what those guys come up with. You know, Jack Dobson is just one of those individuals that has such a creative flair, you know, entwined within his soul. And it's so cool to um, see what he produced there because it's, you know, left of centre and it always is with him, like with a lot of other movies, yep. especially Crazy, which um, is another epic bodyboarding flick that you guys should all check out on the um, Riptide Cinema Get over there if you haven't signed up because, god damn, there is a selection. And um, both yeah, Elliot's some, some cool stuff. But, yeah, you know, just back to Dobbo and, and back to that movie and the, all the GoPro footage and the different sessions that he put together, like, you know, as like just highlighting the point you were saying of being a busy person, having a life outside of bodyboarding and still have it, having that as – your number one passion and that you want to devote time to because you know it's important to hang out with friends and have a community and have challenges in the ocean that you continually thrive from and, you know, become better. As you were just saying, like you look back on your bodyboarding five years ago, you feel like it was average. At the time it was good for where you were at in the sport and you were continually, you know, to just get to that next level, just to get to that next move, to get to that next technical check turn in the pit, like all that kind of jazz. So, that element of the movie on um, an amazing potty night that Brendo put on down there in Bilambi, you know, having the guest um, guest uh, speakers on the on the potty, Ryan Hardy, Damon King, like you can't really beat a duo like that. Unfortunately, Mitch Rawlins couldn't make it due to um, COVID, getting struck down with the beard, the virus oh. ripping through the fucking Gold Coast points as everything was pumping up there. But um yeah, but that night, man, uh, you know, watching on the screen there, the vibes, um, you know, just seeing the the debauchery after and everyone getting loose and carrying on into the night and going their different ways, it was it was really cool and it was a classic, classic kind of yeah. thing. Um, did you have a good night that night? I I could not make it, man. I, I like I said, like I started a new job, so it was on the it was on the weekend. And um, oh, yeah, I really was, thought I saw you there, but that's obviously how. Nah, man, I would have definitely, we definitely would have had a chat, but um, yeah, it's, I I remember um, I messaged Dobbo and just said like like my best wishes out to like you and everyone that's um like contributed to the the film, and I, I really hope that it goes well, but I I, I just can't make it, and um, I would have loved to. Um, but just where I am right now, taking time off work, um, is probably not the best thing to do, um, especially being so early. Um, but yeah, I, I, I seen, um, I seen footage of the night. Um, I spoke to Dobbo the next day and he said it was, it was awesome. And, and, and that's, that's all you can wish for, you know, like just cause I wasn't there. Um, and just because, like, Mitch Rollins and whoever else couldn't make it, at least the people that were there could in, enjoy the, the environment and, and froth bodyboarding for what it is. And, and I think that bringing that community there um, and every and everyone that's sat at home or is watching it online or whatever um, can see the froth in the water and, yeah, just, just enjoy the moment, you know, and that's that's what it's all about. 
Yeah, it is. And those, those nights definitely highlight that. It's good to have people come together and, and vibe off those sort of feelings, man. Um, you know, speaking about your profile also, like moving forward there, Nabby, like I can see that you've got your sponsors with NMD and Knight and um, SWS. Like how's it all going and uh, what do you plan on doing in the future with um, those brands? So, yeah, um, like, can I, can I um, start off on how – it become like how I started writing for NMD because it's pretty, it's a pretty um hefty story. Like, bro, you can you can take this wherever you desire. So, <laughs> yeah, um, like, I, no one really like knows too much about what goes behind the scenes of myself. Um, and like, people that know me know that I'm a quiet person. Um, I'm pretty loud with my mates, but usually outside with my mates, I'm pretty quiet. I sort of keep to myself a lot. Um, and that's not, that's not me being, um, like arrogant or whatever, you know, like people might think that, but I'm not, if you come up to me when I have a chat, I'm, I'm all open for it. But like with my surfing, I'm sort of getting that, in that, uh, mindset of just, just doing what I'm doing um, and like, yeah, just, just loving the moment. So uh, I wrote for SW, I've been writing for SWS, um, a local shop, shout out Jace. Um, yeah, for, oh, I don't know, since I was 16, I think, um, yeah, he, he took, took me on thinking that like, I, I definitely had potential, which like fucking stoked that he did because, um, I think it was, 2016 or 17, I think, um, 17, I think, um, Ben and Dave went into SWS, um, to like, they were bringing in new board stock or whatever and, and, and running Jace through the stock or whatever. Um, and I, I didn't know at the time, I didn't, I didn't know, I knew Dave and I knew Ben and, and definitely role models for myself and, Whoever, like everyone in the sport knows who Dave and Ben is, like absolute legends. Um, but yeah, like I was just surfing, doing my thing. I literally got to past the point of worrying about trying to get sponsored and whatever. Like that, everyone goes for a stage of trying to get sponsored when they're younger, whatever. Um, but yeah, I just sort of like sort of got past that, just just enjoyed free surfing and, and not worrying about trying to impress anyone, like just enjoying the moment with my friends and stuff like that. And like as soon as I stopped trying, um, Dave and Ben came into SWS and um, they asked, I think it was Ben asked um, Jace and, and asked if... Um, like they, he he knew any riders around home that like had potential and and because um, they were thinking of like wanting to put someone on as a wholesale rider and um, Jace kindly enough um, put a word in for me um, and said like yeah we got got this young young kid that's uh, surfing really good and um, his name's Nabby or his last name's Nabby but yeah um, yeah just told them a bit about me and and uh, apparently what I, I was told they were really like oh we need can can he come into the shop like we want to meet him and Jace is like no we we um 
he's at work. Like, it's all, oh, can you, can you get him to send a, 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 some photos or a clip in and this and that? And I think Jace told him like, oh, he doesn't get many clips and stuff. He just like, just like free surfing. And they're just like, yeah, just let, like get anything we want to see. So, um, yeah, when J- Jace told me this, I was like, oh, okay. Like, so I got, I got bits and pieces of footage and like being young 16 year old, I, I was, um, Oh, wait, no, I wasn't 16, sorry. I've been, like, a young, like, 17, going on 18-year-old. Um, I was like, yeah, like, getting getting all these clips together, making it myself, and I, I remember giving it to Jace, and I'm like, oh, here you go, like, um, like can can we send this? Or, and he's like, oh, you probably want to, you probably want to have, like, more up-to-date footage. And then um, I was like, oh, fuck, like, sort of thought about it and I'm like yeah I probably do like they want to see like like present like now type of footage and so I just I just barred it eh? like I just did not like I think it was like three months man just completely forgot about it like um because I like I knew that like I just could not get footage and stuff like that like as easy as what other people were and um which was unfortunate because like <laughs> it was like the hype was there, but I just didn't take it and run with it, you know. And um, yes, yeah, <laughs> crazy, like crazy thinking about it now, like. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was about three months down the track. I seen a post from Ben on my on my Instagram, and um, like it just sparked something in me. Eh? This was like, oh fuck. I should message him, and I messaged him on, on Instagram, and I was, man, I, like, you talk to someone that's so high up like that, you, you sort of don't expect a reply at all, and, um, yeah, I ended up getting a reply almost straight away, which I was like, what the hell, and he goes, yeah, man, send us send us an email, this is my email, um, oh, and send us a clip, and I was like, oh, I've got an old one, it's not that good, he goes, oh, we want to see it, like, I, I'm, I, like I'm keen, like, it was full, full keen, eh, like, I've never had that type of interaction with someone that's, like, so excited about, like, like my surfing, you know, and, um, yeah. It must have made you feel so good. Man, I, I don't know, I was so... Um, I, so I kept it to myself for a little bit, um, and then I remember telling my my uh, really good mate Kai and at work, and I said, "Man, this is." I messaged Ben, and and um, it's like, like we're going through the emails and stuff, and I was freaking frothing. Eh? I was like, "This is sick!" Like, like, yeah. And then he, um, yeah, he's like, "Man," I remember he writing me an email and goes, "Man, like." you have so much potential um, and, like, we don't want to see that that go to waste. Like, we want to we um, bring you aboard and, and um, yeah, give you, like, half half prices on boards and um, support you in, in what you love. And I was like, no way. Like, absolutely mind-boggling, eh? Like, I couldn't, could not believe it. Um, and, like... If if Ben or, or Dave is listening, and and I and I know they will be because like they 
them guys support me so much and like I'm really humble about what I've achieved with them. Um, and I never take that stuff for granted at all. And they, they know that I, I'm so appreciative of everything they give me. And, um, like it's, it's absolutely awesome. But yeah, like going back to being sponsored by NMD, I, um, I was a wholesale writer. I was, um, I was getting half, half price boards. Um, they were flicking me like an arm rope here and there, which was fucking awesome. Um, and then, like, I just started getting more content and, and um, posting and sending them content and stuff like that. So, like, to to show that I'm I'm still surfing, you know, like, I'm not – they knew straight away that um, I, when I told them, I said, like, I don't get clips that often and, like, I don't get photos and stuff like that. So, you're not going to see too much of that. And also, I don't like doing comps. And that was sweet with that, eh? Like, they're like, we, we'd rather you – enjoy your surfing and not have the stress of doing that. Um, and we're cool with that. And like, I think that in itself just brought like, I don't know, it just brought like a whole new light to like me riding for NMD. Eh? Just so much support behind it. Eh? So yeah, crazy. And so then where did it go from there? So you, you, you've hooked up a good sponsorship. This is what, like 17 or 18 and, you know, now you're 25. Like, how how's it progressed over those six, seven years? Yeah, so I think it was, I think uh, I was about 18. Um, so I was like surfing, surfing like heaps um, around home and stuff. And then, like, just I think it was like three years of posting um, and sending clips and whatever, um, and talking to Ben. I didn't talk to Dave at all until. Um, like what happened and so I was t- talking to Ben and he would always like go, man you, you you're surfing really good um we need you need to go up sizes of boards and I was like oh. like I was always riding a small board didn't realize that I was shooting up like I was just shot up out of nowhere and I was running like I think I was like I would have been six foot at um at the age of probably going on 20 and I would think I was riding a 41 and um, he goes, man, you, you're surfing so good, but you can tell that you, you're starting to bog a bit on your board. And uh, I took that constructive criticism and I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna go up the sizes inch by like half inch um, and just like just start like seeing how that's going to improve my surfing. And um, yeah, just started like noticing a lot more, just less bogging and and um, a lot more, a lot more confident in my surfing. Um, and Ben was seeing that. And I remember me and my mate Bronco Harcho, my filmer at the time. He um, he edited my clip. I think it came out twenty twenty, um, and or twenty twenty one. And he um, yeah, he made my clip, and I sent it to Ben. And I was like, oh, it's nothing too extravagant. It's just something that we put together over the year. And, like, I, I felt really proud of it because for someone that doesn't get exposed much um, with footage and, and not having a f- filmer all the time, like, my mate Bronco, he, he had a had a life of his own. So when he did come down, the surf wasn't crash hot. We were just getting whatever we could. 
And um, so, yeah, sent it to Ben, and he was fully stoked on it, eh? Like, like oh, man, like, you, you're surfing so good. Like, um, oh, oh, I'm going to – we're going to do something for you. Like, and, um, yeah, when I got that email, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's, what's going to happen? And then, yeah, ended up getting an email back from Ben – a uh, long paragraph and saying that like we 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 um believe in you we we think that you got high potential and like we want we want to sign you on a contract for NMD. I was like, I remember, man, I remember vividly that I was at the back of my house and I was like, I looked at my phone and I was like, no way, no way, and I started like jumping around, running around the backyard and mum's out there hanging the washing and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm like, mum, I just got a fucking email from Ben saying that I'm going to be signed with NMD and she goes, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, you don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you don't understand. Like, this is a massive achievement in my surfing. Like, it's crazy. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, they, they... Like, my families, they're really supportive, but they don't get the concept of what Boogan is. Yeah, how hard you know? you've worked at all that. You've probably seen how hard <laughs> it has been, but you've got the, like, realisation of what that means, you know, like, especially from someone who's so highly respected in the bodyboarding community. And, you know, as we spoke about NMD before, they're, they're um, one of the major brands, man. Like, they, you know, have got some of the best riders and the best products and the best shapers. Um, so yep. it's it's... Such a privilege, you know. Also, yeah, um, handpicks. Yeah. I just want to let everyone know that too. That that handpicks also a pretty premium board company. But um, other oh, than that, going go the handpick. Um, like Michael Osler is an absolute legend. Um, I, I I ride for NMD, but also highly. Um, like I, I I do love their crafts. Like it's so sick and so sick what Osler's doing now for like up your way. Uh, opening his own shop and stuff like that. So, like, massive congratulations to him and the people around him. It's it, that's that's an awesome achievement. It's cool, yeah. It's another um, you know feather in his cap, man. And it's sick to have Rossi over here shaping boards. You know, with all his experience from his days in South Africa and now transferring it over to here. And he's recently given me a um, forty-three inch bat tail that's just been a rocket, like. Used it down the wave pool on my brother's 30th only a couple of days ago um, in late May and just, like, it made such a difference in making it over that, like, awkward little bauble that goes through the wave sometimes there. But, um, yeah, like, Osler and the whole scene, it's it's uh, it's it's a really thriving thing in the show at the moment it's, and it's, it's just something different, you know? Like, I, yeah. I know that there's been contents like that before thrown around, but and I'm sure it's happening in other areas of the world, but to have it here in the Shire, which is such a wave-rich zone and everyone across from water sports, to have that nestled, um, you know, quaintly in, in the, the burbs of Karimbar is, um, yeah, is really cool. Yeah, and and let's be real, also absolutely rips, man. Like, yeah, such, yeah, he's a, such good body. a nice guy, such a nice guy in water and out, out of the water and... Um, yeah, just um, he's got so much like qual- like good qualities about him, and like it's just awesome to see that someone um, that's that's um, high up can can achieve something like this, um, like in Australia, you know. 
and get a good reputation. It's awesome. Yeah, well, it's a hard place to make anything work in Australia at the moment for how dear, you know, just even the price yeah. of fuel is food, let alone um, commercial rent rent space. And then, yeah. you know, we'll be um, importing and exporting of gear. You know, but speaking about products and um, everything in the shop, man, I'm pretty sure he's starting to stock uh, Night Fins now, one of your other sponsors that, um, you know, is a is – a, is it a is it a brainchild um, explosion from Winnie or is it is there someone else involved with Night Fins too? Um, no, I think it's uh, oh, I'm not. I'm actually man. Um, I've got no idea. Um, so like my words just as good. Your words just as good as mine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I could be speaking I completely did, I dare I dare say that it's um it's sort of. 50-50 with uh, Dave and maybe another uh, distributor. But, um, yeah, like, they absolutely highly rate knife ins um, just because – not just because I ride for them, but generally, um, if I if I wasn't riding for them and I, and I wore a pair of them, I'd be riding them now. <laughs> what do you no like about it? Well, I had, uh, like – when I was growing up, I had like the, um, I had limited editions, which were sick fins, um, but the, they were, I don't know, they're like a softer rubber, um, yeah, they're, they're a softer, they're a softer rubber, um, and like, I don't know, like the, they're a bit stiff, but they were sick, like I, I, I did like them, and then I had the, I had the stealths, the straight cuts, you know, the, the old PLC ones. Yeah. Yeah. Straight yep. cut ones. Um, they were my favorite. They were so sick. And, um, I wore those for ages and then, um, yeah, like, and then I went back to, went back to limited editions and then I ended up having a pair of Churchill's. Um, and they were, they were sick. Like my mate got them and he didn't like them. So he handed them down to me. And um, I loved them, eh? Like, they were so sick. They weren't the originals, but they were the, um, I think they were, like, the, they brought, like, a batch of them out or whatever. But, yeah, they were, like, close to the originals. So I wore those until they broke. And then I ended up um, I ended up going back to the limited editions, and then now I, I ride knife. And just having those, uh, from my past experience, just having, like, a, um, hard but soft fin um, and feeling the difference of them, um, I think Knife have nailed the the type of um, soft but have a bit of hardness to them that gives you a good, um, like, drive through the through the wave and, and good, like, kicking proportion, you know, like, I don't know, it's just, uh, I don't know, I get, like, a different feeling when I wear them, you know, and I, and I, Do you I feel get, like I you're... talk you feel like you're an Aquaman when you wear them, Nabby? Do you feel like you're just one with the fucking ocean? You can swim laps with the dolphins? Um, Are you just that connected to your feet? They, I could probably wear them to work if I wanted to. I'm that used to, to wearing fins. <laughs> but, yeah, that's dirty, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, my uh, my mate, uh, Matt Eggins, shout out Matt Eggins, um, my best mate, he rides... He has NMDs. Uh, he has knife fins as well. Um, his paddle power is crazy, absolutely crazy, man. And, and 
he um like <laughs> it's, it's, I, I can't even I can't even get to his level. I thought my paddle power was good, but he his kicking power is like crazy. He's got huge calves on him, absolutely huge calves on him, and I think that that gives him extra kicking power. It's, it's and also the also the knife fins give him that freaking extra extra probably two percent on on top of like limited editions or, or stealths or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, things yeah, you've experienced crazy. in the past. I guess also, too, <laughs> with the fins, when it does come down to, like, how wide or narrow your foot is, because I know a lot of fins out there, you know, for example, I've only really ever used, like, churchies or reddies or stuff like that because um, it seemed to have, like, a larger foot pocket. And um, when I yep. used to have, like, say, like, stealths or um, even, like, the Vulcans and things, they just seem a little bit more narrower and they don't allow... Um, my big fat hobbit foot to fit into it as well. So, um, yeah, and you don't want to be getting those fucking sea ulcers, man. Like, they are probably one of the worst hindrances, hindrances <laughs> you can have sorry, in, in the ocean. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. My feet are covered in um, scars. But, like, I've got hobbit feet too, too man, so don't don't you worry. I, I, I embrace that. That shit. I go. I go to cafes and everything with no shoes on. So, uh, <laughs> that, that, I my my girlfriend's like, oh, you need to put shoes on. I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, I'll just go. Let's just go. <laughs> but yeah, like, as in, you're eating inside, like with everyone else around you, like nice tables, cutlery. You know, people oh, no, having no, 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 not like that. It's more just go in, get food, and go. Like, oh yeah, still walking oh, in. I still wear no shoes going to my local shopping center. Sometimes they're yeah. probably looking. You know, look at the local bum coming in to get his get his groceries for the week. <laughs> yeah, like, like my, I do the exact same, man. Uh, hygiene and everything is on point. But wearing shoes um, out in public um, is probably another thing. The closest thing would be just slip on Crocs or whatever. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's true. A, that's a that's shoe for me. Yeah, they are yeah. good. I don't know. It's just sometimes nice to feel grounded, even if it is in, you know, on top of six feet of concrete. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. At least, <laughs> you know, you're connected to something. That's probably why we've got hobbit feet. Just just our um, feet, like, planting on the on the concrete and just, just, like, hugging the concrete with all our feet. <laughs> Yeah, and now turn them into fucking concrete just, blocks and they're just wide, yeah. fat things that, you know, just occasionally in the way. <laughs> just oh, pancake feet. <laughs> yeah, 100%, man. I'm stacked up with that, you know, six stack, a couple of strawberries, blueberries and a bit of honey yeah. on the side, mate. It's a joke. And so much hair on my toes these days. Dude, speaking about my feet, when we were down the way pool recently, we only um, popped down, so this is like late May at the moment, getting pretty chilly down in Melbourne. Top temp was like 14 for the day. We, on the website, it advertised the water temperature being at 14 degrees. When we got down there, the board said 12, and we're like, fuck. Because that two-degree difference from 14 to 12 is like a big noticeable difference. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. have any or gloves or hoodie, and I was just like, I took a 4.3, borrowed it off um, Kip Caddy, actually. He was nice enough to borrow, uh, lend me one of his um, Rip Curl 4.3 weddies, and Worked a treat, but with my feet, by like the fifth session, we did um five sessions over five two sessions. days. 
Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, we kind of got a bit piggish because we were there for my brother's 30th and said, bugger it, we're going to go all out. But I think we probably pushed the envelope a little bit too much because after the fifth session, I wouldn't say I got hypothermic, but I, because I was so dehydrated and I had a like shock and sleep that night because we did the really late session and you're wired and you kind of get up the next morning, not like kind of tossing and turning because it's all a bit upside down. Um, and I was going in and out of the hot tub and we didn't have enough water in the morning on the second day and we got dehydrated. We had coffees in between session. Man, like um, my extremities got really cold in the last session and then I came in and I was getting a bit woozy and lightheaded and, had to get myself changed and it was a real effort and got over to the um, cafe and I knew I was dehydrated and, and a little bit out of it and I, I ordered like a juice, um, got some water to the table, got some brekkie and like had a coffee and when they all came out, I'd had two glasses of water trying to sip on them, got it down, I was feeling terribly ill. I had to leave the meal there, drank half of the juice and then in the end had to go back to the hotel across the road get into the shower, um, doze around in there for like 15 minutes, just mourning in my own self-pity, make myself vomit and then have an hour sleep and then hydrate myself with Hydrolite and get back out there in the, the afternoon <sighs> to carry on. Man, it was it was full torturous and I think that colder water temp and dealing with the um, elements and me being kind of semi-unprepared, probably not um, hydrated enough and wearing booties or gloves or whatever need to be, just took a toll, eh? And it was, yeah, it was a challenge. It was the 30th birthday that turned into a fucking boot camp. Wow, man, you're, you're a bloody weapon. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> we that's crazy. Huh? We just want to get bang for buck, you know what I mean? Like when you go down and you get a bit of time away, it's like, oh, we'll just try and cram as much as we can in. And, yeah, by the third session on the first day, we're kind of like, oh, Tomorrow morning's going to be tough to back up, but, um, <laughs> dude. It's, I, I would have done know, the same thing, man. For sure. Like, as you were saying. Your, like, your adrenaline starts pumping when you're down there, like, um, like go, going back, because we went really, really off topic on, like, your first question about me, um, how, how the way for, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. going back to that, um, and, and you'd, you'd be the same, but, um, yeah, like, the, the, the whole... Like, if you go down there now, when like we're coming on to winter, um, it's so cold. Like, I, I was freezing down there. So, um, you're like, I had a brand new 432, um, like fresh, like the first time I wore it, I saved it straight, like for urban. I had it sitting at home for, I think, about easier month just sitting there on a um, coat hanger on my door, just, just waiting. I was like, I'm not surfing on it in it until I get down there. So I, That's perfect. Yeah, I had a had a like a brand new wetsuit, um, but yeah, the the hands and the um, the feet were like blocks of ice, man. Like it's crazy. And then, how how is it? Like, I know we're going off to- topic again, but how is it when you come in and you jump in the hot tub? Like, did your feet and your hands get like itchy? From being oh, and just as they're changing temperature so rapidly, like they're almost um, expanding again. So skin's like, yeah, getting hit with needles. It's bizarre. Yeah. I, I reckon it was hurting. Like um, like my feet were like burning, but they were cold. 
and yeah, I was like itching at my feet in there. Like, yeah, it was. But when I got out, <clears throat> once I got a, the blood flow back in there, um, once I got out, I, I felt felt like a million dollars. Yeah, I know. <laughs> once, once I got I a guess, towel on me. Yeah, there, there is the benefits, you know, of being in that cold situation for a certain amount of time, I guess. Like you look at ice baths and then fluctuating back to saunas and going in and out of them, changing temperature. Like I'm sure if you do go to the pool on a cold enough day, like we're talking about, like – um. Yeah, like you're definitely going to feel the the different effects. It's not the most desired one, you know. Not many people are going there for that, but it definitely happens, and it shows how much more energy gets zapped from you when you're just fighting those elements instead of surfing and say, yep. um, you know, twenty five degree water in Bali or something, where just all the elements are with you and it's a lot closer to your core temperature, and you don't have to regulate as much. Like then you 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 put that into perspective when you see you say watch Marley Dunn's clip over an island and, like, you've got to see yeah. the conditions there, brave and man, the, the swells, the tides, yeah. the temperatures and just understanding, like, you're in a contained concrete fucking jungle next to an airport in in pretty much the capital city of Australia. I know Sydney, um, I mean, Canberra is the capital and Sydney and Melbourne always go backwards and forwards. But, like, you know, to say they're up there with, you know, two of the biggest cities in um in Australia, and then to have that pool there, it's just it's not the same as, as having the elements um, brought upon you in, like, a natural setting. You know, you've got just so much more resources at your disposal. So hats off. My point is hats off to those people that um, continually do do it in the natural setting. I'm not trying to talk down about wave pools. I really think there's such a cool future there, and it's going to create a, a whole another segment of bodyboarding and surfing and, and just any sort of wave sport um, in general. But, yeah, the natural um, zones are still where it's at for me, I reckon, eh? Yeah, oh, for sure. Like, um, like huge, huge respect for the people that battle the cold, like um, like Marley Dunn, like you said, and um, other, other like, big names out there or even underrated riders out there, you know, like, like, give credit where it's due, like, I'm not, I, I couldn't go do that stuff, you know, like, that's not my, that's not my type of um, environment, you know, like, Ooh, obviously, crime example, the Viking Navy, sorry to interrupt you, just to, yep. to put an example in, the Viking bro from, yep. um, you know, the Zion fellas, like, that yep. was, that was a prime one of, like, going to Arctic conditions and just surfing, like, you know, the most weirdest and obscure waves that just showed the almost the ends of the earth kind of feel. Oh yeah, like you you watch that type of stuff and like that that in itself brings another light to surfing, you know, like you you can you can go to Bali and surf in like twenty three degree water or whatever. Like warm really warm water that fills a bath and have an absolute ball surfing four foot pits with your mates but then you get into another element of surfing eight eight foot slabs in fucking minus or like one one degree waters or or more like that that would be hectic like your body would be so stiff and like your, your mobility and stuff like that would be a lot limited um and yeah, just I, I think being 
being the person I am, um, yeah, it'd be hard. <laughs> I think. Yeah, oh, dude, me, me too, man. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, like, if I don't have like a a cricket ball or a foam roller or something to just roll around my glutes and back and spine to keep myself mobile. There'd be no way that you just do multiple sessions day in, day out. Those guys will live in, yeah. you know, Ben Butteridge and Marlton will live out of a van that they decked out in, like, yeah. crazy conditions. Like, it's just um, – it's one of the chorus things going around when you, when you think yeah. about it. See the great, you know, bodyboarding um, films of – of many in here and, and, and certain films gone by of that core attitude of just getting in any sort of motor transport, making it happen, getting the trip done and and making the most of the raw environment around you. You know, like when you're at Urban, it's just, you're just in, it's, it's almost like Vegas. It's so bizarre. Yeah. It's just this, it's, it brings to such a different mix of people. You really notice yeah. like the Melbourneites who are there, or the Sydney visitors, yeah. or the South Australians, or even people from Perth. Like, there's such an eclectic mix of cool yep. um, interstate cultures, you know, happening. It's um, it's psycho. I mean, I just can't wait till they hate it. I can't wait till they yeah. find them hate it. I know, man. I, I I walked when we pulled up um, and we got out of the Uber. Um, I was like, there's just no way like this is possible. Like. Back when I was younger, like I was like, oh, how cool would it be to have a mechanical wave that's man-made, you know, like that's pumping out perfect waves. And all that was a myth at the time. But little did we know that people were um, engineering that type of stuff as we were talking about it. And to be in the moment of like looking at what people, what, what is possible um, was like it was an experience, eh? And uh, even my girlfriend was blowing out, and she, she, she doesn't get too much of the concept of surfing or bo- boogan, um, but even she was blowing out how that can do what it does, you know. And um, yeah, like if I, I'd highly recommend to anyone that's thinking to go do it. And have never been in a wave pool um, to to go do it. A eh? like it, even if, even if you you can't surf it really well or whatever, I reckon just give it a crack. Um, it's it's definitely an experience, and it would definitely keep you wanting more. That's for sure. It did did for me. Oh man, you, you know my dad came down on the recent trip to Urban for my brother's thirtieth and. I just went and picked up my son off him um, this afternoon after they minded him um, for my wife and I. And <laughs> he was like, when are we going back down? He's, he's straight away. <laughs> he's eight and he's a Nilo and he was just tackling advanced turns and, um, you know, cop, copped a couple of hidings too, you know. I don't think people realise that to make that wave, you know, barrel on um, such a setting of, of just, you know, like it's it's very weird to explain it to people who haven't been, but there's a turbine, not a turbine, but like almost um, panels and sheets in in between that stem that divides both the left and the right hand up, and it almost yeah. like runs like a snake, and they just flow backwards and forwards and create the sets through like different sort of movements, um, all like intertwined, so that that they obviously are all um, simulated to to be precisely one 
one behind one another and, and you know, like to, to yeah. create a well-lined feel. But um, yeah, you know, just when you go there too, man, like the biggest thing that they've nailed, you know, obviously the shallowness and, and the, the concrete and, and, and um, the, the feel of the wave is, is as close as you can get right now the technology to some sort of um, natural wave but, and you yeah. know, there's other things we've spoken about. But they've nailed the package, man. They've nailed the package of bringing in a location close to transport with a really nice restaurant with resources and facilities of like open bars and renting out um, spaces. You've got live gigs. You've got a board. It was professional. Store. Yeah, super professional. That's what it felt, That's what it felt yeah, like to me. Like cabanas. You've got like areas for DJ sets. Like it was, you know, thinking about let's go, you know, like that was almost yep. the motto. I was like, let's go here and, and – yep really put in a place where people want to hang out. Like we just spent the whole day there the second day. Our sessions finished at 10 a.m. We didn't leave there till 4 in the afternoon for our flight at 5.30 because you can just hang out and watch the waves break all day. It's just pumping yeah, I, all day. I loved it, eh? I love Like my, my missus, she was standing over that little fire and just sitting there like enjoying it. And I was, I was doing the same, but was, like I was just – like even though I surfed, I was still looking around, just just soaking soaking it up because those type of moments you will never get back. Yeah, you might surf another wave pool or or you'll surf it again, but being there for your first time and and witnessing everything, um, and for the first time, like that that type of stuff. I, I like personally, I love to soak that type of stuff in and enjoy it, um, and like that. That was a cool experience, eh? Like, yeah, it was just, and and not to mention, like, we had um, in my first, I, I surfed it twice. I didn't surf the right um, because I, I got on my second session. I got twenty percent off my second session on the left. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll just do the left again. Um, but yeah, like when I went there the second time. Um, yeah, it was just yeah, it was it was sick, eh? Cause I cause yeah. I surfed it, I surfed it on the Monday. I finished night shift, um, and I went straight to my missus' place after night shift. And then we went straight from her place all the way up to the airport. Flew over to Melbourne, got off the plane. Thought I thought I was going to be late for my session. Got. Got there, got there with no sleep after doing a twelve-hour shift, and um, yeah, it was four o'clock my session, and ended up fucking paling out with the the highest adrenaline rush, and um, not not like having expectations, but then like was a bit nervous on what how I was going to perform in there, um, and yeah, like that. Did you notice with the first half an hour when they were pumping the the whitewashy ones in the advance. Um, did you notice that, like, like you were getting, like, a fair bit of speed off that takeoff, eh? Yeah. Like the first, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I was doing, like, a spin, um, but then, like, you got that middle bit and it was real sluggish, but then you got past that and then it, you built up more speed for that end bit. It was yeah, weird. definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I guess... I, I I didn't ride the Boog in the advanced session this time. I, I did last time. I only rode in the expert this 
this trip around because um, you just get so so addicted to that barrel section. But I, I do know what you mean in advanced turns. Like I was on the stand-up for most of them, and but you got to a certain part of the wave where you definitely steepened back out after that um, kind of middle section and there was – there was opportunity for like a reverse bash or a forward or like a little backy or something. Definitely. Yeah, I was. Um, I was just. I felt like I was in a comp. Like just spin the wind, eh? Like. Yeah. Well, every wave just really allows it because that takeoff just, just, just wants you to do it. It kind of just hugging yeah. the wall there, going, "Oh yeah, it's just a bit of wash now. Like, what are we going to do? Of course, you're going to whack a spin." Yeah. But it was good too because you can sort of dial your spins in for when that half an hour starts pumping the good waves. Um, yeah. So, like, my when I was when I got to that half an hour point and they're like, yeah, start pumping the good ones, like, oh, my, I got, like, butterflies, but it wasn't the butterflies of the takeoff because I was doing spins. It was what I, what I was going to, like, what I was going to face, like, once that section was coming. And <laughs> first wave, man, didn't even make it. Yeah, because you get so greedy, eh? And you kind of um, don't realise how much it's going to rifle off. Yeah, well, like I, I did a, I, I remember I did a spin on the, <clears throat> did a spin on the takeoff, come down the thing wrapped, and I pulled in and I didn't make it. And just I was, exploded I the room. It, I don't know, it just ate me. Like, and it didn't pump me at all. It just felt like. Maybe maybe it was um maybe it was a dud wave, I don't know, but yeah, just like I pulled in and I just like just slowly just you can see in the footage it just slowly just it, the phone ball sort of just got me. Um, For sure. I, I think with the advanced setting it's still really good, but it probably doesn't draw as much water say as the expert or no. you know, the beast mode plus. Yep. But you yeah, know I, mean? I popped up. <laughs> I popped up and went I, I remember saying to myself, I didn't even make my first wave. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> and you're not expecting it. You, you, yeah. You're not, not that. But, like, I, I, I shrugged it off. I was like, fuck it, there's plenty more waves. I'm going to get back out there. So then, like, I got back out there, and then my second wave, I, I t- took off, I spun, tried to flip, hit it too early, didn't make it. Um, I was like, oh, what? Like, what? I'm wigging out, eh? Because, uh, because the bowl, um, the bowl looks like the best flip bowl, um, so perfect. But you got to realize that as you're coming down off your bottom turn, um, if you hit it too early, the wave sort of the wave's so quick, they go over with the flip, you land, the wave goes over the top of you. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how light you are or whatever. Um, if you hit it too early, you're not going to make it. You, if you do make it, you're going to be battling the whitewash to turn around. So um, it took me. It took me like four attempts of flipping, trying to get that routine going. And then, <clears throat> yeah. And then once I, it was towards the end of the set. I think I had about two two waves left to go like that that siren goes off and then they're like yeah last two wa- like sets and i was like Fuck, i need to do a flip bay eh? like i need to land one and then um and then i finally got i landed two flips 
my last two, and I was like, fucking hell. Like, <laughs> I finally feel like I've got it now, like, after after those two waves. And I was so happy when I come in. I was like, like, I felt good that like, I was able to, to beat it, you know, like, beat that, like, uh, fear factor of not being able to do what I wanted to do, but then I did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, then, definitely, uh, man. I know exactly what you mean. You put, like, little um, challenges on yourself in those sort of moments. Yeah. But it is hard, that flip section. It, it is a very yeah. um, weird one, you know. Like, I, I know a lot of people comment the same thing. People get dialed, obviously, like, but yeah. um, it is an unusual one, as as we've said before, just being a man-made wave. Well, Nabby, man, um, dude, I, I, I think we've um, we've hit the hour mark. We've fucking <laughs> really covered some – Epic topics, man. You know, going over um, your experiences at the Waypool and mine also, and your your blossoming career with NMD and knife ins and SWS, where it all began, your hometown, and um, you know, just all the all the waves you've got at your um, doorstep there, man. You know, just so good to have you on Luke's Lounge and to get your in, insights on what bodyboarding means to you and and um, where it's where it's heading bro so thank you so much for your time and really appreciate it no nah, man I, I, I honestly appreciate you um taking the time to um like want to have a chat with me because like i i feel as though that um if i, I just want to make a comment to any any young kids out there that are um that are probably having a struggle with their surfing um maybe might be getting picked on or or um like they might they might be challenging themselves and not they don't think they're that good or this and that my from my experience past experience um just just push through it man um because i was picked on so like growing up big time uh we had we had a bunch of uh i don't they were fuckwits there was a group of fuckwits around home um and they picked on us did all sorts and shit to me and my mate Kai, um, it was not enjoyable growing up um, with that type of stuff. But you know, like we come out of it better than ever. Like, I, like with my surfing, it's 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 um, improved dramatically, and um, I just I just feel that I just want to let anyone out there that's going through a tough time just to just to keep going. Just don't don't give up. Don't let those guys. Um, rule over you because there's always a light at the end of the tunnel and like just just go for it eh? you've got nothing to lose um, the potential for your surfing or your mate surfing to to go is very high so yeah just just get out there enjoy the ocean and um, yeah one day you might you might be riding for the biggest board company in the world as well so you never know like the the anything's possible I, I never thought about it. Um, and yeah, like I, I, as I am now, very, very appreciative, and I, w- I want to give credits to Ben and Dave and Rion and uh, Mez, like for the, for um, giving me this opportunity. And um, I, I honestly couldn't do what I do without them, and I appreciate everything they do for me. So yeah, it's awesome. Glad you, man. Thank you for the wise words and. The epic sign off, I'm sure. Um, it's touched a couple of hearts out there, Nabby, and it's fucking a great way to seal off uh, another episode on Luke's Lounge. Yeah. Uh, also, as well, 
Um, if anyone wants to have a chat with me or whatever, I'm all open. Just because I don't really talk much, doesn't that that doesn't um, like discredit my personality inside. You know, like I'm I'm, I'm a nice person, very humble. Um, yeah, just just have a chat with me, man. Because like I'm really open to talk and give people tips or whatever. Um, yeah, just just give me a chance and yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, like, I just thought I'd just put that in because, yeah, just, like, my people around me know what I'm like. I just, like, hope that anyone out there that's sort of, um, yeah, got a bit on me, have a chat with me, and you might, I might grow on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, happy day. Where can they, where can they find you? On what uh, social? They can, find, they can find me on uh, Instagram. Um, it's just Nabby one one two, yeah. It's uh, just my little profile. Um, it's got my surfing stuff on there, and yeah, just hope everyone, hope everyone out there's um, Frost Bergen as much as Luke and I. <laughs> and it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, I, I think there's, there's there's definitely an army of us out there all around the world. Definitely got um, bodyboarding deep in the core. Yeah, I can, and don't yeah, let the surfers yeah. take over us. Cause yeah, they're, they're yeah. Brutal. Very we'll brutal, just work, man. Work in harmony with them, eh? See if we can work with them, not against them. Oh man, they they're breed of their own. I had, uh, like, I, I'm sorry, you want to go? But I had a when when I was down at um, Urban, I, had, I was sitting out in the lineup by myself, like the only booger out there. And then they started talking. One of the owner dudes on the on the wall. Was started talking about like how the boogers pushed the stand ups up in the corner, and he's like, and they were like, yeah, fucking boogers and this and that, and then one of the guys is like, yeah, fuck, fuck boogers, ban them, and I looked straight at him and I was like, bodyboarding's a sport, mate, and he goes, oh, I'm only joking, you got to have a bit of rivalry in the water, and I was like, you kidding? Like we're out here to have fun, and you're you're discrediting bodyboarders just because of what someone said, you know? Like, and mind you, these, got, these surfers could never make a barrel. So, like, it's just, like, I'm so the hooper, ones like, that can't actually surf Navi are the ones that are saying yeah. this because they're insecure. It didn't, doesn't matter if someone else is on a surfboard next and they'd still be just kind of, you know, gas bagging away because that's their way of just filling the void in their fucked up life. I think a lot of really good surfers and and true watermen respect bodybuilders because they know um, what they can do and and what they've done for water sports of all kinds, you know, like every every, um, different segment of, um, you know, every different little stereotype in the the surfing world, um, the sphere that, that makes all of our sports up. Like we've all borrowed things from one another, you know, and, and, and bodyboarding has definitely played a part in a lot of different influences throughout surfing, mind you. So for them to be so arrogant yeah. and say that just, just shows how unintelligent yeah, they are. It's, it's stupid because, like, I have I have surfing mates and, um, like, they're, they're down-to-earth people, you know, and, and, I, and I like getting on the stand-up as well. Like, so I don't see why we can't be a sport in one. Like, it's just it, – it's silly – and like we're in 2023, and we're still having people like that trying to have a rivalry on on a sport that we're both in the ocean doing what like what we love, and we're sharing waves, and we still have to battle 
between bodyboarding and surfing and, and body surf and whatever. Like, can't we just come together as one and just enjoy the water, you know? And like, what not have fucking heard of the Beatles song, Come Together, Bro? Yeah. Like, yeah. haven't they fucking heard one of the greatest of I know, time? I know. Yep. It's, uh, I, I can't, I can't, like, I get, I get a lot of, um, I have a lot of run-ins with surfers. Um, and mind you, a lot of the surfers don't like the fact that you get good waves um, in amongst them. And it's funny because they they just they just can't take it, eh? Like, and these these type of surfers are arrogant. They they're absolute wanks. They and like they just they pretty much just need to grow up and and realize that we we are doing the exact same sport they are doing. We're just laying down. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I guess the real question after hearing that is, did you ever cave any of their heads in? Oh, oh man. I, I tell you, I had this one run in down at Pipe at the, at the start of the year, um, and I think a lot of people would have had a run in with him. But he... He's this long-haired dude. He's got long hair. He's got a little beard. And he always sits out the back and laughs like he's like, ha, 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 Like, and, oh, I don't know. something about him. I hate it. I hate it. Like, I hate him. And I was out I was out at the surf with my egg and that. And I, we're out the back. And he just kept, like, like paddling around. Like, he lives down there. And, like, this wave came. And I was out the back. I was, I was waiting the longest. And he, I paddled on. And he... And he patted on the on the shoulder, and he literally burnt me like like clear as day. And then I, I was at the back; I was pissed off. And then he paddled out, and he goes like I was like before I could say anything, he fucking started blowing up at me. He goes, "Oh, you fuck off, in can't you? Like you always come out here, and you always get the sick ones, and this and that. Like you're not even from around here; you're from Sydney." And this, I was like. Are you fucking serious? Like, I'm, I've literally been waiting the whole time and then you just burnt me and now you're, you're having a go at me. And, um, yeah, it was fucking, man, I, I, I lit up at him, eh? Like, I went off my nut, like, and, um, yeah, he's just, uh, yeah, absolute cockhead. I've never met anything, any, anyone like him and his point of view was, just because he lives down there, he can go any wave he wants. Priority or not, he goes, oh, He goes. I'm going to go any wave I want. I don't care. He goes, I expect the same from if I surfed your wave. And I was like, well, we don't do that. So we wait wait yeah. our turn. Yeah. And, did, like, that's I a just, bit outdated, like, that strategy. That's a bit, that's a bit crazy. Yeah, I know like, that's something that used to happen a lot, but, like, the world's become a lot smaller place. You can't yep. just think People aren't going to yeah. surf in different destinations and you've got to actually adapt to have different crowds. I'm not saying that you have to bend over backwards to be super accommodating for people that are um, hassling in lineups from other areas, but, like, fuck, dude. Like, to just blatantly yeah. burn people is, is not on, you know. Like, the, this guy was just uh, um, just an absolute wank, man. Like, I can't, can't describe it enough on how, how much, like, this, this situation just, like, it... It fucked with me, eh? Like for like, even now, like it's still when I when I go down the pipe and I surf out in the water, I I feel like on edge when I see him, 
because I just I just can't let that shit go away, like um, because it's it's just not on. Like you can't you can't go around and be like that um, because like just like I'm a I'm an easygoing guy. I don't I don't want to have fights and stuff in the water. But like if he if he said stuff like that to the wrong person, you get you get his head punched in. You know, I'm sure like, he has it said punching every now and again. Yeah, but like it's, you can't, um, you can't do that stuff, man. It's like we live we live in a in a stone age where like we like it should be accepted to have priority and like to surf down down a like pipe and stuff like that and and be able to get waves if you've waited. You know, like that's just it's just common courtesy. You know, like I I, I wait my turn out there like everyone else does and. Yeah, I might get a lot of waves or whatever, but there might be a lot of waves through the sets, and people might not be going it. So I'm going it. You know, I won't. I won't deliberately drop in on someone or paddle up the inside of someone to snake them to to get a wave. You know, like I'll ask them if they're going it, and if they don't want to go, then like I'll I'll go because no one's going it. So yeah, it's just you you surf waves like that. You just had to have to have respect in the water, and yeah, it's just people like that don't. And I think, I think it come down to being a body water and him knowing that I get good waves down there and surf it good. What I think, and I think that he just doesn't like that. I think that he wants to have all all the recognition to to him. He doesn't want to see that type of stuff. So yeah, just I don't know. Just a weird person, man, and like I just hope that, like, hope that he gets a fucking reality check one day. Yeah, man, and I, I guess also too, like I've, I probably all had altercations in the water and stuff, but let it go because you know he, he probably does piss you off, but it's only hurting your mind frame even more, having in your head and like holding, like holding kind of um, poisonous, you know, thoughts in your mind about that. Like I've done it so often and stewed over it. It can just kill you by the end, Navi. So just yeah, I know. Talking about, fuck well, it. Put, put it this way. Like after the massive argument we had, I was the bigger person and I paddled up to him to have a genuine conversation to to tell him like, like I like I don't want to have this beef in the water. I want, I just want to come like because I come down there a fair bit. I want to come down and have it surf without any tension in the water. And we ended up shaking hands at the end, but he was still trying to put his point across. Like, oh yeah, I'm still going to go any way I want. Like I don't care if you got priority or not. Like that type of shit. And I had to bite my tongue and go. You know what? I'm going to be the bigger person here, and I'm just going to just leave it at that and like so I can go down and still have a surf knowing that in that in that critical situation I was able to build up the courage and put my tail between my legs knowing that I was in the right and he was in the wrong and still still like try to be civil about the situation so yeah so I think that I think that I did a, a little part in that that made me feel better in a sense. So, yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. And on a, a good note. And so is this body, yeah. my bro. Fuck yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Happy days, Navi, man. Thanks again, dude. And um, thanks for sharing your thoughts and seeing the water soon.
yeah, man, I'm I'm keen to um keen to uh, come up and have a wave with you guys. So yeah, it'd be sick. Definitely for a suck rock session. I think that that'd be the the, the wave of choice. Suit your surfing. Yeah, one. I've only surfed it once, so I de- definitely need a redemption like Urban. Yeah, like a nice south swell, norwest winds, you're on. Oh, shit, I just fucking said that on this podcast. You, know? <laughs> you mean, you mean norwest swell, east winds? Yeah, sure yeah, that's exactly said. what I meant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's just fucking yeah, fuck it in your fucking secrets. I reckon it's pumping on that top of um, swell direction. So yeah, east winds, it, you, can't, you can't forget the east winds. If, if the east winds are blowing, you're straight there. Yeah, yeah, you're on it, on it. Blue bottles yeah. and all, on it. Yeah, the blue bottles add to the add to the um, fun. I think. Yeah, they always do. <laughs> All right, All right man. You take it easy, eh? Yeah. Cheers, Nabby. Cheers, man. I'll speak to you. You. Yeah. No worries, man. That is fight. It was all a pipe dream. Watching bodyboarding up on TV. Deep at reef, watching tension repeats, eating bakery feet.